Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about date night. Hello, my friends. What's up? Today is the day after Valentine's Day, the day I'm recording this, and uh, I just was thinking a lot about going out on dates, whether or not you're in a committed relationship, um, going out on a date, and how anxiety impacts our experience of a date. Maybe you've noticed this before. You, in your mind, might start to build up or anticipate and imagine this very magical date that is just going to be so beautiful and wonderful. And then on the date, you start feeling this little twinge of anxiety and maybe it happens when your partner says something or looks a certain way or you just like remember this one thing but all of a sudden there's this twinge of anxiety and immediately you go to oh no 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 we can't feel like that we can't think like that not on the date this is supposed to be really good and so you try to shove it away but before you know your brain is just overrun with thinking and thinking and thinking about how the date has gone wrong and been ruined and how really things are right and you're not in love and boom, your brain throws out, pulls out all of those ROCD thoughts that you like to go to. And it may even start to affect the way you interact with your partner. Maybe you are more closed off or you kind of start to pick a fight and before you know it this magical date that you've imagined does not match that at all sound familiar on the flip side you may be someone who anticipates and starts thinking beforehand how hard and how challenging a date is going to be and anticipates anxiety and then you show up and that starts happening and then you have this confirmation bias of, oh, yep, I knew it. Here it is. See, I knew I was going to be anxious. Either way, whatever your experience is, or even if it looks completely different than that, again, this can happen when we are dating casually or in committed relationships, but we can put a lot of pressure on dates to feel certain things and not feel other things and then really freak out or really be frustrated when it does not match that. So we're going to talk about date nights today and I want to start with this idea of expectations first. Is what we are expecting going into a date night will affect our experience of it. And I think we kind of, when our nervous system is dysregulated and you tend to lean towards being more anxious, our brain tends to be very black and white. 
and we will do one of two things which is again that extreme like it's going to be so magical and perfect and amazing and we really hype it up or that other extreme of it's going to be so hard and anxious and I just hope I can make it through this okay um so very black and white thinking there so to just notice if your brain gets really black and white with your expectations of either it's going to be amazing or it's going to be so hard and two things that I think can be really really helpful with this expectation the kind of leaning up to the date is one can you find that more middle ground Rather than going to one extreme or the other, can we kind of recognize that in-between area of, you know what, I'm probably going to maybe have some moments of feeling anxious and some moments that are going to feel really good. And, or maybe it might just be kind of more meh on that date and that's okay. Allow yourself to kind of welcome in and acknowledge like that you can have both experiences, that you can have moments of feeling anxious and enjoy and feel fun emotions on a date. Rather than getting in this very polarizing extreme of one or the other, can you open up to maybe both? And then when we think about our dates, I think it can be really, really helpful to budget for them. Now, And those of you who are married might actually have a budget for your date night of here's kind of our money we have set aside to go on a date. But that's not what we're talking about here. I'm talking about emotional budgeting. Can you set aside and plan for having emotions that are spent on the date? Can you plan for, I'm going to probably feel some anxiety on the date. I'm going to probably feel some sadness. And I also want to feel some peace too. But like allowing and planning for those feelings rather than telling yourself it's going to be magical and amazing and perfect. And then being really freaked out when that doesn't match up with your emotional experience of it. Can you allow for um, and budget for those different human feelings because the powerful thing about budgeting if we set aside money for something then when we spend it we're not so freaked out about it we're not like oh my gosh I just spent money on this thing it's like yeah I anticipated that and here it is it allows us to not be super dramatic about it and it's the same thing with emotional budgeting if we kind of anticipate and plan for like yep on a date I get anxious and we budget for that, then we don't have to add in all the drama of, oh my gosh, here it is again. What's wrong with me? This was supposed to feel really amazing and it doesn't. It just can be like, yep, that's part of the cost for me going on a date. It's just part of the process. Not a big deal. Then leading up to the date, actually taking time to plan to kind of think about, okay, here's what we're going to do, right? And maybe that's kind of what your partner's doing or what you're doing. I think this is an area sometimes we can get really rigid if you are a female and more anxious to put a lot of pressure and expectation on your partner to plan things a certain way. I really, really am a big fan of one, 
asking your partner for what you want on the date. Um, if they're planning it is like if there's a certain thing, a certain expectation that you have rather than kind of hoping that your partner will guess and plan the date just right. If you're wanting to do a certain thing is to tell them or give them guidance as they're planning it um, rather than hoping and testing them to kind of see if they'll get it right and then having a lot of emotions when they don't is can you be upfront and communicate like, hey, I'd really like if we did this thing or that thing or practice being open and enjoying whatever your partner does plan. And on the flip side, I also really like just taking ownership of I'm going to plan dates too. And, you know, I think especially dating, this wasn't something I took as much ownership of and being married is something I do more now. But I think I would have benefited from this so much of just proactively like, hey, here's something I have planned. Here's what I want to do. And again, like really can you take ownership of if there's certain experiences that you're wanting to have on date nights, can you be willing to take the lead and start creating and generating more of that by either asking directly for it from your partner or you be the one to take the initiative and you're the one that plans it. Um, and notice if you kind of get rigid around that, what rules you might have of how it's supposed to happen. And can we maybe kind of start opening up to other possibilities? Because those really rigid rules are part of why we feel so restricted on dates because we have this expectation of he needs to plan it like this, I need to feel like this, it needs to end like that. And we get so rigid that we aren't able to experience the magic of what actually is happening. So planning the date. And then once you have planned the date, practice not focusing on it anymore. What? Practice not creating this whole fantasy afterwards of what the date will be like. I think this is where we kind of get into our expectation problems, we start creating this whole fantasy idea of what the date would be like. And instead, coming back to the present moment. I think sometimes we maybe might on our day to day spend a lot of time like really, ooh, and then the date's going to look like this or it might look like this or what's it going to look like? And we start ruminating. So we start kind of fantasizing or we start worrying about it. But instead, can you come back to what's actually happening right here and now in your day-to-day -day life and what you're doing at school or at work or relaxing and watching a show, the in-between date time? Can you be in that time rather than spending all the time focused on anticipating the date? Because that is a skill that will then lead into being able to have more enjoyment on the date. And that is kind of the next thing is thinking about when you're on the date, practicing presence. So presence before the date and presence after the date. Once it's planned, practice being present in whatever you're actually doing leading up to the date rather than constantly thinking about the date. And then on the date, doing the same thing, being present on the date rather than making a bunch of meaning about what's maybe gone wrong on the date or right or trying to figure the date out 
and what's going to happen next, can you actually just experience being on the date without needing to narrate the whole experience and judge it? Can you just be there? Can you allow yourself to be present in the moment and fully experience just being there with your partner? And that skill in and of itself, as you can master that, is going to make your date nights so much better. Because think about it like when we, if we're comparing it to a movie, many of us might be, right? We've kind of seen these ideals of what a relationship should look like and how dates should go in movies. But when you're watching a magical date on in a movie, they are very much really honing in our attention to the experience of the date, right? We're really like seeing the atmosphere. We are focused on what they are saying. We aren't like going to like, I mean, you might when you're watching a movie, you'd be like, what's going to happen next? But generally when a date feels magical in a movie, it's because they do such a good job captivating you to be present with that date that's happening. Can you do that on your dates? Can you practice being captivated and present with the moment and allowing yourself to fully lean into and be in it? That's where we start experiencing magic on dates and where we're able to navigate when dates maybe don't feel as amazing. We're able to not have it be this big dramatic thing. So presence, presence on dates is huge. Presence leading up to dates and then presence during the date. And then lastly is playfulness. I think with relationship anxiety, we get so, so serious about our relationship. And we're we're very much analyzing and testing to try to figure out if this is right, if they're the one, are we settling? We're testing all these questions and we get very serious about it. We're in test mode, like as if you were taking an exam, every little thing your partner says and does, or your date, we're just kind of mentally checking, does this match? Is it right? We're in test mode. And then afterwards, we're like, oh my gosh, why am I not having fun? Why does this not feel fun to me? It's because it's like you're taking a test. Who has fun taking tests? Nobody. So that mentality, right, that we are doing with relationship anxiety, and then we start not having fun, and we're like, use that not having fun as even more evidence that something really is wrong. When really what we need to do is bring in a spirit of more playfulness and not expecting and demanding that of your partner, but how do you do that? How do you be more playful and lighthearted? We take our dates so seriously, there isn't room for that fun. And a lot of times that's what we're wanting to experience on the date. So can you let go of that rigidness needing to test the date and allow yourself to find little teeny tiny moments to be playful? 
can you get creative and allow yourself to find ways to just have fun? I was talking to my husband lately. We did a double date with one of our friends that we, I think with having a baby, we've definitely gotten out of the routine of really like planning dates. And this is why this has kind of been on my mind. Um, but we, we planned a double date with some of our friends and at the beginning of the date, um, what we did was we went ax throwing and then afterwards we went and got dinner. And one thing I noticed is, you know, at the beginning we were ax throwing, it was kind of like, Hey, how are you doing? Um, but after, you know, actually ax throwing and like everyone kind of getting really involved in that activity afterwards we were all I feel like a little more relaxed and able to just have a very natural conversation and I was thinking how much that was attributed to letting ourselves just play and have fun going axe throwing rather than just jumping right into conversation and let's talk and I think we do that a lot on our dates with our partner is expecting ourselves to have certain conversations that sound a certain way. And instead, can we be playful? Can we find ways to create fun? And it might be incorporating certain activities. Um, It might be letting yourself like joke a little bit more. You have to get creative with it. One of my favorite thoughts, though, from one of my coaches, Jody Moore, is that it isn't fun, I bring the fun. And that's what I want to leave you with, is when you look at your date and you expect your date to just be the fun thing, um, I think that's often where we can be a little bit frustrated with it. But instead, can you shift it onto you of, it's not that the date just is fun or your partner is fun. It's that you bring the fun. You get to create the fun. And can you intentionally practice playfulness and creating fun on your dates? So that's what I have for you guys. Kind of be aware of your expectations on the date and budget realistically for it. Planning your date. And then practice presence leading up to it and during the date. And then cultivating more play. Try that out and let me know how it goes. All right, I'll see you next week. Bye.